0: Good evening and welcome to E-Bible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight will be study number six in chapter one. And we're continuing to look at verse one of chapter one, the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. And we're looking at the phrase to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. And we had asked the question at the end of our last study well, how can God say this when this statement was made in the first century AD and we are living in the year 2013 in the 21st century and the things written about in the book of Revelation, as well as elsewhere in the Bible, have to do with the coming of Christ, and he has not yet come. How is it possible that God could make a statement that he's showing things to his servants? We understand that. That's the nature of the Bible, the nature of what Christ does When he opens up the eyes of his people to understand truth, we understand that. But he's showing things which must shortly come to pass. And we're a little unsure of exactly what God has in mind by that statement. So let's look at the word. The word translated here shortly, shortly come to pass, And this is a word, it's Strong's number 5034, and it's a compound word. That is, it's made up of two different Greek words. One is 1722. It's the little word in, and it means in something. And then the other word is taxos, and that is where we get the idea of of quickly. It means speed or haste. So in speed or in haste is, is a, a proper translation of this word. Things which must shortly come to pass. Things which must in speed come to pass. And, and again, well, two thousand years almost, uh, we, from our perspective, uh, certainly that's not very quick that it is a very long period of time uh, for God to bring these things to pass. Well let's see how this word is used elsewhere and also a related word we'll look at uh fifty thirty five which is tax oo tax oo that um is a very similar word and it's also translated as quickly in some other ways. But let's start off by turning to Acts 22 and reading verse 18. And it says there, And saw him saying unto me, Make haste, and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem, for they will not receive thy testimony concerning me. Now here we see that the word quickly again, that's our uh, Greek word taxos or en taxos. It It's the compound word also here, and the the idea is added to with the statement, make haste and get thee quickly out of Jerusalem. We certainly get the idea that this is talking about right away, speedily. It is something that must happen as soon as possible. Well, the other related word, um, taxu, we find used... In the book of Revelation in chapter 22, a few times, and I'd like to read some of those places. In Revelation 22, I'll start reading in verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done, and there is a very similar statement to our statement in Revelation 1, verse 1. Let me read it again, at the last half of that verse. The Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must shortly be done. And then it says in verse 7, Behold, I come quickly. Blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy of this book. It's also stated in verse 12, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. And finally, in verse 20, He which testifieth these things saith surely, I come quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. Well, again, the declaration of Christ is, I come quickly. The desire of the believers is, Yes, come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. But here we are, again, almost 2,000 years later, and Christ has not come. He has come in judgment in a spiritual way, first on the churches and now on the world. Yes, he's come that way, but we're looking for more than that. We're looking for the completion of all things. For Christ, as it says in First Thessalonians four, to come on the clouds, and for us to be lifted up uh, into the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and to forever be with the Lord—that has not yet happened. Where we have come into the very presence of God Himself, the Lord Jesus, and the world is ended, and and the new heaven and new earth is created, and we dwell with him in his presence eternally. That has not happened. And that is what the desire of the children of God, um that is our expectation. We're looking for that coming of Christ, and he has not come. Well, let's look at this word, I come quickly, or I come unto thee. And it's found a couple of other times, In Revelation chapter 2, and this is going to help us a little bit understand what God is saying. In Revelation 2, verse 5, Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works. Or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. It says also in verse 16, repent or else I will come unto thee quickly and will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. Now, this is part of the address to the churches. This is uh, speaking in Revelation 2.5 to the church at Ephesus. And let's carefully consider what the Lord Jesus is saying he's talking to the church and telling them repent and do the first works that is keep my commandments and or else i will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of his place except thou repent now that reminds us of what revelation 220 says and remember what was said to one of the churches was said to all the churches they were representatives, really, of the churches throughout the church age. And it says in Revelation 2:20, 20, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants, to commit fornication, and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. And I gave her space to repent, of her fornication and she repented not. So Christ says to the church, repent, repent. And, and, uh, in, in the address to Thyatira, verse 21, we discover that God gave space for that repentance and that space would apply to the entire church age. From the beginning of the church in the first century, of course, it quickly fell into sin, and it continued in transgression, in rebelling against God's commandments. It did not return to its first love. It continued to disobey the commandments of God. Well, God gave space to repent century after century after century for nineteen hundred and fifty five years. And then he came to visit, and he saw that they did not repent. And what does the next verse say? In Revelation two, after God says I gave her space to repent, and she repented not, it says in verse twenty two of Revelation chapter two, Behold, I will cast her into a bed and then that commit adultery with her into great tribulation and the great tribulation began in 1988 after the 1955 years of space that the church had to repent and did not repent then it was time to judge them and what happened when god began the great tribulation he loosed satan he allowed Satan to enter into the congregations, to be the abomination of desolation, to stand in the holy place, and the daily was taken away. Just as Jesus said in Revelation 2, 5, Remember, therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. That is, God removed the light of the gospel, the candlestick, from the midst of the churches. The Holy Spirit came out of the midst, leaving them in spiritual darkness once they did not repent. The condition of judgment took effect after the period of space had elapsed. And that tells us a lot about this statement, Repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly. And you see, what God had in mind with that statement was, There will be granted you a period of time in which you may repent, and at any point throughout these many centuries to come. And if you do not repent, which they did not, then when that period of space is gone, when it has elapsed, I will come quickly. In other words, at the first available instant in my timetable for the church, I will come quickly in judgment as soon as the allotted time for repentance has transpired and has been completed. And then Christ came immediately without hesitation. He came as fast as possible in a second, as soon as the time period was all gone the lord jesus came quickly and and that is very helpful it also tells us in the gospel of luke where the word translated as quickly in our verse in revelation 1 is translated here as speedily and and i'm going to read luke chapter 18 and verse 6 And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. Now, again, this is unusual. We... We wouldn't understand it, except Revelation 2.5 has just been very helpful to us. Notice that God's elect are crying day and night. They're, they're crying on a daily basis, during the day and during the night. And we know it's a long period of time because it says, Though he bear long with them, God is, is bearing long, hearing the cries of his people. And how long did he he listen? Again, for centuries. This is speaking of the day of vengeance, the day of judgment, And, and God's people. We read in the book of Revelation, How long, O Lord, before you avenge our blood upon them that dwell upon the earth? And it has been quite a number of years, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, that God's people, their blood crying out to him, from the blood of Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, all the righteous blood of the prophets that have been slain upon the earth, day and night, and he has borne a long time. God has been long-sufferingly patient, waiting Biding his time, and what is he waiting for? Well, he's waiting for the timetable of his own, the timetable of God that we have discovered by his grace in the biblical calendar of history. We know that there was a time for first fruits during the church age, and then the church came to a close, and God began judgment on the churches. But then we know there was a period of latter rain, a second jubilee, a second outpouring of the Holy Spirit to the world, and and God waiting to judge the inhabitants of the earth until all of the elect to be saved did become saved. And God waited and waited until finally the last one of the elect, uh, whose name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life, heard the gospel, and God saved that individual. And then, finally, God shut the door to heaven. He put out the light of the sun. He uh, removed the light of the moon. And the stars of heaven fell. The voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride would be heard no more within her. The light of the candlestick would shine no more in her judgment day had come the day of vengeance the year of vengeance of god for the sake of his people and was it speedily yes yes Uh, let me read the verse again i tell you that he will avenge them speedily that is god could not avenge them as long as there were still chosen ones to to become saved It was not his plan. It was not possible. It was not even in the realm of possibility. He had uh, promised, he had stated in his word that he would be long-sufferingly patient, waiting for the early and latter rain before he would bring about judgment, before he would pour out his wrath. But as soon as all the elect heard and became saved, then he didn't wait a second longer. He didn't wait at all. Immediately, speedily, quickly, God shut the door to heaven and began the judgment process on all the unsaved people of the earth. And once again, we, we see how this particular word is being used. It's being used in the sense That First, according to the plan of God and the will of God. As as soon as God's timetable is reached, then he will act speedily. He will come quickly. Uh, Now let's go back to Revelation chapter 22. And we'll take another look at some of these verses. Let's go to verse 10 and, and I'll read through verse 12. And he saith unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work shall be. Now, here, God is... First, he tells us in in verse 10, seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. And that lets us know the time period which is in view... Is after the great tribulation because that's when the seven seals came off the Bible, and that time is at hand. But more than that, verse 11 tells us that it is a time when the one who is unjust and filthy will remain in that condition, and the one who is righteous and holy will remain in that condition. That is mankind's spiritual condition is established and set that is the eternal state of every man has now been settled and when did this happen the only time in history this is so is when we entered into the day of judgment and god shut the door to heaven that established all who did become saved that they were now saved and all else who did not become saved prior to God shutting the door they remain in their unsaved condition spiritually filthy spiritually unjust before God and they would continue that way now nothing can change that as we continue living during the day of judgment throughout these days of judgment day which perhaps will total sixteen hundred but however long they are this will be the spiritual condition of mankind no one ever again will be filthy and god save them and they become righteous no the righteous will be righteous still and the filthy filthy still everyone remains exactly as they are and it's in that setting that verse 12 says and behold i come quickly and my reward is with me that is once god completes the day of judgment just as we read jesus say in revelation 2 5 that uh, repent if you do not repent i will come quickly Well, it it was after the space of repentance granted to the church that Christ came in judgment on the churches. And it is after this allotted time for judgment day of the unsaved people of the world that Christ will come at its ending or at its conclusion, and he will come quickly without delay, "...as soon as possible, immediately at the first possible instant, then the Lord Jesus comes, and all things then are brought to a close."